I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Fantasy Football Noise. It is uh, going to be a World Cup special, which we're doing on behalf of Tactics FC. We're going to do it in two parts, though, because we haven't chatted for a couple of weeks and the small matter of a Champions League final has recently happened. So we're just going to have a little catch up, say a few words about that, and then we'll move on. So good evening, Steve Baker. Hello, John. How are you today? Yeah, fine. Thanks. Not too bad. A bit of a cough. So, excuse me if that interrupts oh, us, but other than that, I'm all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Wayne Mitchell, are you with us? Hello there. Yes, I'm here too. Are you okay? I've got a bit of a poorly arm, John. <laughs> well, I knew that, but t- tell us, tell the listeners what happened. I broke my fucking hand on Saturday night playing football with seven-year-olds, the wrong side of a couple of beers. If I were to offer you some advice, it is don't play football on a wet campsite wearing Converse All-Stars that are basically (laughs) slick tyres on the bottom where you've worn them so much, and then slip over and fall on your fucking hand and break a bone. So did did your hand go down and then your weight on it, or...? All 11 stone of me landed through my knuckle. All 11 stone, did you say? (laughs) Yes. There's a gag in there for those of us that know you. (laughs) 15. Yeah, Yeah, all 15 stone through my third metacarpal, which uh, broke into a shard. Perhaps you should uh, tweet the x-ray, because that is a, a nice picture, a nice clean break. I'd be delighted to, yeah. <laughs> Diagonal. Yeah. So right. setting up my kit to record this podcast this evening was uh, was a little bit more of a challenge than usual. So, hmm. yeah, one-handed with my left hand, my worst hand, is not easy. <laughs> but there we go. Is it, I'm here. Is it appropriate or inappropriate to replicate the question that Stuart asked you in our chat the other day, which was, is it your wanking hand? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Were I to engage in such <laughs> godless behaviour? <laughs> You're going to have to uh, be a switch hitter for a few weeks, mate. <laughs> Rude man. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. But um, I guess on the plus side, there should be less jangling of your bracelets if you've got one arm in car- a cast. It'll, it'll merely be a plaster knocking against the chair this time. No bracelets again. It'll <laughs> be something. Are you well, Jay? Other than your little cough, I guess Saturday night wasn't a great night for you, was it? Saturday Let's hear about it. Saturday wasn't the best. Wasn't the best, was it? I mean, 
first half an hour, first 25 minutes, I thought decent. we gave a great account of ourselves. Yeah, yeah with Salah decent. on the pitch, we were we were really doing well. And I think it was something like nine shots to their one, was it, in that first half hour or so? Mm. Um, and, uh, but then, of course, fucking Sergio Ramos. And in the, in the cold light of day, I have had time to reflect. And I sort of thought, well, yes, he's a dirty bastard. And he did pull him down. But, you know, those sort of tangles happen. And it could easily have been one of our players that did it to them. And it, it wouldn't have been premeditated, I'm sure. Although I know he does like to go after people. But, you know, it's did football. Did you and... see, though, that he subsequently assaulted Carius? Yes. There's a clip of him diving in on Carius. And actually, I saw on Twitter the funniest that thing. That was I've, worse, wasn't it? Yeah, it was worse. Mm. Funniest mm. thing I've seen for a while is that Ramos is the sort of bloke who would unplug your life support machine to charge <laughs> his fucking phone. Yes. <laughs> really good. Yes. You'll be surprised to know that I didn't actually watch the football. Instance, you didn't right? watch it, Midge? You're still not even watched, not even a, a highlights package. Uh, I've watched the two mistakes that Carrius made. Have you not even seen Gareth Bale's worldie? Oh no, I saw that. Sorry, I saw his goal, but I haven't seen what Ramos did to Salah. Was it was it bad, or was it no, just not unlucky? Really. Uh, so they were kind of they were in a nutshell. They were they were running shoulder to shoulder. Their arms kind of tangled. Ramos basically was about to fall over. He was kind of going down. You could you could say he threw himself to the floor in a wrestling maneuver and pulled Salah with him. But whatever. Either way, he made sure that Salah's arm was locked across his body. So Salah got kind of flung round with no way of breaking his own fall and just basically slammed his shoulder and face into the floor and apparently dislocated his shoulder. He, he tried to carry on for a few minutes, but then but then had to call it a day. And that's because he's a footballer. Mm. That was a shame. But I, honestly, I've never no, seen the like of it. Shame. Carrius throwing the ball. I know. Oh, my God. No, I've, I've watched that. When, when I heard about it on the radio... It sounded like he'd thrown it into Benzema's back or something like that, which just sounded basic. No, but no, no, not at all. When he did it, it was I, I. I think it looked less bad than it sounded. So you could see exactly what he was doing, trying to distribute the ball quick. Yeah, just trying to just get a quick one. Mis- yeah, just misjudged how close Benzema was to him, and he stuck his foot out fast as well. So yeah, credit to him for doing what definitely. he did. Yeah, definitely Benzema did well, but there was an e- there was an easy short throw to Robertson at left back and he opted to go to the right side and just throw it I mean really dicing with death going so close yeah. to anyone all he did really was stretch out his his foot and he just yeah caught it easily it was just hapless but I mean yeah. and as for the second one well that's just a routine catch isn't it I mean <laughs> yeah or parry whatever yeah. I heard them talking about it on the Ramble earlier, and and they basically said that they thought he was caught in two minds. Like he was, he would normally uh, punch it out, but he had a bit more time and he sort of tried to catch it, but but like changed his mind too late. But I don't, I don't agree with that. You wouldn't punch that. Then why would you? It was a thirty yard out. You only punch when you're in a crowded box and you're it's the challenged. last resort. Yeah, it's catch or tip it over from there. Yeah, or. Or palm it into your own net. That's the third option. <laughs> <laughs> or end your career by palming it into your own net. So I, I watched all that, and, and don't get me wrong, Carius has made terrible mistakes there, and they will be with him for the rest of his career. Mm. But 
and, and there was an awful lot of blame on Carrius for losing Liverpool mm-hmm. the final. The blame has to sit with the manager because if you've got a keeper who is so lacking in composure in big games and lacking in basic technique, he should have been able to see that and shouldn't have picked him for that game, if that's the case. Yeah, but it's always been like that. <sighs> yeah, I mean... Well, in which case it sits with the manager then for not having made a better decision than putting bloody Loris Carrius in goal. What, are you suggesting he should have picked Mignolet? No, I think the, prob- the problem is not replacing... Or done something about it sooner. Yeah, not replacing both of them last last summer. You know, persisted. But then I think that maybe that, you know, on the one hand, that's a testament of his character. He likes to give players a chance and work with them and what have you. And Carrius has undoubtedly improved. It's only the second half of the season that he's tied down the number one spot. But to be, to be fair, you but know... The thing is, though, John, improvement is why you go out on loan. If you want players to improve, you send them out on loan. When they're playing in the top tier of any of the the main European leagues, they can't be improving. They've got to be on their game. Yeah, I, 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 have to, yeah, you, yeah, you've got a point. I have to agree with that. Yeah, I would have loved it if we'd gone out and got a proper keeper last year. But you know, we got to the Champions League final with Carrius in goal. He was in goal the whole campaign. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not going to make that mistake this summer. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he if he doesn't change him. But um, anyway, you know. Are we not detracting away go. from what was an absolutely amazing world-class goal from Gareth Bale? Yeah, indeed, yeah. I also saw they compared his goal with Zidane's and Ronaldo's bicycle kicks. Yeah. And I think Bale's is the best of the three. I think it is too. Yeah, mainly because cause it was so low and fast. Marcelo hits it really... It was a speculative cross. He had no business thinking he could score with that. <laughs> How about that Ibrahimovic one against England? Was it better than that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. He, just in terms of how, the little amount of time he had to look at it. Yeah, it was a sweet connection. really was, wasn't it? Couldn't have timed it any better. Yeah, no element of shin or anything like that, like, like Rooney's one. and You quite often see. But, right, <laughs> shin element. In... Peter Crouch has scored a few with his shin over the years, mm. hasn't he? And who cares if they go in, but... In terms of being up there, yeah, I think it's one of the best goals I've ever seen. Just remarkable. Hey, Mitch. Worthy. worthy it was worthy. It. Hello. It? You've been busy on that Twitter, at fantasy underscore noise, with the old team name surveys, haven't you? I I have, yeah. I, have you? I've been, I've, those that have been I on looked Twitter. for a while. What have you been up to? I, uh, I thought I would let the community help me decide my team name for next season. So I, I mentioned some of them to you last time around, mm-hmm. and... Uh, went and took a look at a few more as well and put them out there. And some that I thought would be popular weren't, and some that were a little bit more um, obtuse, people seem to like. I also found that a whole bunch of them people have used before. So things like Fabregastroenteritis, it's got about four team names of that already. Oh, really? so, uh, and you are, and, and one of the criteria is you have to be original, is that it? Yeah, I want it to be original. There's no there's no comedy in being unoriginal, is there? No. So anyway, the um the series of votes that I put out there, the um the community decided that the best team name was Well, well, well hold on before you do that, you're going to going to run us by the, uh, the the shortlist or the the top 5? What were the what were the close contenders? So I came up with four that I'd voted down from uh, where they were previously. In, well, I, I started with about 15 of them and, and put them in separate votes and then got them down to a final four. Mm. So I had one I Yota, nice. after Diogo Yota, one I Yota. Um, Arachnophobia, 
with uh, what's his name, Benicophobia, arachnophobia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the last one I quite liked. Um, I used the name of a Manchester City defender, an Arsenal goalkeeper, and a Bournemouth goalkeeper to come up with Company Checkbrook, <laughs> which I thought was quite good, but people didn't like that. And then, um, the, should I tell you the winner? Go on, drum roll. The, the one that got 48% of the vote was Type 1 Diabate. <laughs> I also consulted a medical professional on whether or not that was an insensitive uh, title, and he concluded that the answer was no, it was fine. Why? Okay. Why is that not offensive? Diabetes kills people. Yeah, I know, but I thought it was offensive. Saying, why is it, yeah, why is it not offensive? Oh, you think it is offensive? Mm. Well, I thought there's a good chance it could be offensive to someone with type type one diabetes. Yeah, uh, for legal reasons, I'd like to apologise to all listeners who've recently been bereaved as a result of diabetes, the debilitating condition, and no offence is caused by fantasy, noise, or its associated partners. Apart from Mitchell, have we got any associated partners? <laughs> we do. We 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 were going to have. <laughs> He just coughed, coughed us a new sponsor. Now ruined. Anyway, yeah, so type 1 Diabate. The only thing that could ruin it is if whatever his name is, Fasani Diabate, is sold in the summer to somewhere else. So it's possible, isn't it? Hopefully he stays on in the Leicester squad. Providing he isn't, that is confirmed as your team name for next season, is it? Correct. Okay. And the others that uh, didn't get through that are also original, I will be selling those for a nominal sum. A princely sum. For them. I thought I saw you talking about uh, men behaving chadly. Oh no! Some someone else suggested that. Been used many times before. Oh really? I it's so like good one. though. Hmm. <laughs> People did suggest some good ones, but I I looked them up. They've been used. Oh, there was another one. I was chatting with Simon Clapperton. We were at an event last week. Oh, what was it? It had five players' names in something like, "Are you blind fur?" Fuchs Ake, are you blind for fuck's sake? Are you blind for fuck's sake? sake? Yeah, not bad. Five five names, not one additional letter or explanation required. I thought that was excellent. Really good. Yeah, Yeah. very good. I like it. So five to beat. If anyone can come up with basically a sentence just made up of Premier League footballer names. We'd love to hear yeah, that. And if there's if there's a, a small business owner out there who'd like to be a sponsor of the show, I will gladly donate you company checkbook for uh, a, for no charge. <laughs> a small business. <laughs> <laughs> Big businesses don't have company checkbooks, do they? Jay, before yeah. we started, you promised me that this segment would be relatively small because we've got a surprise gift from Mitchell to open in the next show. We have. We have, isn't that a nice idea? Yeah, it's really exciting, but it's, I've been looking at it now for upwards of three hours. Well, shall we explain what that all is in part two of this week's show? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, great. And we're gonna we're gonna come back with all things Swedish related, trivia, and random gift opening, and lots of Swedish fun facts that we've heard and we've found out. Yeah, I hope you've prepared some. Uh, I've got mine are all football based. Uh oh. I, I, I thought I'd make up for the fact that yours probably weren't. <laughs> Correct. Is that all right? Sure. Okay, good. Right, well, let's see you in part two. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.